Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. You know, I knew that that the libs were were, were crazy. I, I don't know any I don't know any other convenient cutesy way to say you know cutesy time. Done with cutesy time. That's over. I don't do cutesy time anymore. But I really never thought I'd see the day where radical leftists and liberals and their buddies. Not even radical leftists, what they would consider mainstream air quotes leftists, are all in for knife fights and stabbings. I never, I never thought I'd see that day. I never saw I never thought I'd I never thought I'd see that. I never thought I'd see it. That day has arrived, folks. That day has arrived. Um, I can't wait to see the campaign slogans for the midterms in 2022. Congressman Joey Bag of Donuts, all about the knife fights and stabbings, folks. We need more of those. Is if this sounds ridiculous, it should. But this story is real. This is not a Babylon B headline. Don't go anywhere. Stack show day. It gets worse. Today's show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Stand up for your digital rights today. Get a VPN. Go to expressvpn.com slash Bongino. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Uh, let me get right to it. It's not just stabbings and knife fights and other things. We have liberals for segregation now, government spying. Don't worry. I'll produce the actual evidence. Today's show brought to you by our friends at We The People Holsters. Listen, last year, over 5 million citizens decided to join the Second Amendment family. I want each and every one of you to pick up one of the finest holsters I have ever used from our friends at We The People Holsters. Here is mine right there. Look at that. Starting at just $40, We The People Holsters are custom molded. You see that? Custom molded. It's not a one-size-fits-all piece of junk. This is custom molded to precision to fit your exact firearm for a quick, smooth draw and security when you put it in there. They have thousands of options to choose from, plus a selection of custom printed holsters, including a line with real tree camouflage. While you're there, check out their complete line of patriotic tees, tumblers, and a new EDC tactical gun belt, which comes with the patented Cobra buckle. Every holster and gun belt comes with a lifetime guarantee. If it's not a perfect fit, it will be. Look at that perfect fit. Send it back for a full refund. Show your support for the show and this great American company. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan right now. Get an additional $10 off with the offer code Dan. Go to wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Wethepeopleholsters.com slash Dan. Go today. All right, Joe, let's go. All right. So, but before we get into uh, the I never thought I'd see the day segment that liberals did this, I want to say on a I'm, I'm very serious and, and somber note, the story of the shooting of the 16-year-old young lady in Ohio who tried to stab a uh, other woman or appears to, at least from the video. The sad part about that is that wouldn't be a national media story at all if that stabbing had actually happened. Just be another story, another victim of violence who happens to be black. Those stories don't interest our media. They're not interested in the plague of violence being hoisted onto the backs of black communities and Democrat-run cities all across America. You know, when you're a police officer and you see violence up close and personal, you see the results from it, it changes you forever. I'm I'm getting like goosebumps talking about this right now. Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should. You know, when I was a young police officer in the 7-5 precinct, you're out in a foot post a lot because, you know, you're not senior enough to get into a car, so they stick you out on foot and tell you to go do your thing. 
you wind up getting all the garbage posts and all the terrible assignments nobody wants. You're a rookie. That's the way it goes. You got to pay your dues. Well, one of the assignments nobody ever wants, what do you think they'd be? Well, one of them is is sitting on and, and having to guard dead bodies because the medical examiner has to show up and declare that person dead. So someone has to stay there. You don't just leave a dead body in the street or in an apartment. You leave a police officer. And that's always the rookies. And I was a rookie for a long time because there weren't a lot of people coming into that precinct. So when you were the new guy, you were the new guy for a while. I sat next to a lot of dead bodies. It was pretty much the worst assignment I ever had. But having worked in a cemetery growing up, literally, I'm not kidding. Um, I was used to being around death. But when death is right there in front of your face and you're sitting there in a corner in front of a bodega behind the police tape and that death is fresh, it just happened. Like the time I sat there at that bodega on that corner and walked into this bodega and saw on the because they call you over because you're going to sit on that dead body right there. And there was a young man on the floor. And I don't know if you've ever been to New York, but the bodegas used to sell potatoes and stuff. Like that, and they put them on the floor because the potatoes, you know, they generate that like potato dust all over. So they'd put them on the floor in front of the counter right there. And I will never forget sitting there in a dead body looking at this young man. I don't know if he was 16, 17. He was a teenager with his head opened up because he'd just been shot. And seeing the remnants of this young man's head on the potatoes. Why isn't that a, a story? Why, why isn't that a story? Why isn't the plague of violence in our inner cities, young black men and women being stabbed, shot, beaten to death, murdered, tortured, raped, or killed? Why isn't that a national story? Does it not deserve to be a national story? Do you not care in the media? Does it not bother you, the plague of violence going on in our inner cities where many of the victims happen to be minorities? Why do you not care about that? Maybe because it doesn't advance your sick, disgusting political agenda, so you throw these minority communities suffering this plague of violence into the wind because you don't give a damn about them or that young man whose brains were on the potatoes. It's hard to talk about that. It happened. I remember it like it was yesterday. Even though I'd been surrounded by death for years. I'm not kidding. You work in a cemetery. Death surrounds you all the time. But when you see it up close and personal like that for the first time, it's hard. It looks like something out of a bad movie. It doesn't look real. I know a lot of you police officers listen. You know, we were cops. We all put on that patina, that facade of we're all tough. I get it. I've been there. It's how it's a defense mechanism every cop uses. We all do it. It's a way to kind of wall yourself off your personal life than the horror you see every day. We all do it. But I think every cop listening to this show right now is going to shake their head and agree with me if you're listening or anyone who's known a cop. At the first time you see that, it doesn't even look real. It doesn't. You can't believe that's a real, that was a real person. Why isn't that a story? Having said that, I never thought in my life I'd see the day where these sick, deranged leftists, I'm not kidding, I never thought I'd see this, where these sick, sick deranged leftists would jump all in on now defending things like stabbings, knife fights. He was kind enough to put together for me, I sent him a list this morning. 
of, I'm not kidding, by the way, we'll go uh, one by one, of things that the range left, in lieu of actually talking about things that matter, like the plague of violence in inner cities, destroying the lives of our minority community, they don't want to talk about that at all. No, no, that doesn't fit our political narrative. We want to talk about other things. The left now, they're now fully behind. So he put together this fancy lift. What the left now supports. And we'll, don't worry, don't you worry. We will back this up with actual evidence because that's what we do here. Not all Democrats, not even all liberals, but a significant swath of the radical left support these things now. So we have number one, riots. Number two, stabbings. Number three, segregation. This is not a joke. Number four, government spying. Number five, socialism. Number six, book burning. And number seven, cancer, which we saw yesterday. We'll see a little redo of that again today. You may say, come on, come on, Dan. That sounds awfully dramatic. You're saying people on the left and the radical left support riot, stabbing, segregation, spying, socialism, book burning, and cancer. That's exactly what I'm saying. The woman in Ohio was about to be stabbed from what we saw on the police cam. What would you have the police officer do? Use foul language to stop it? Get the Wonder Woman lasso to lasso the right arm? What exactly would you have them do? So let's go through one by one. Modern left. Again, never. I, I always knew the left was nuts, but I never thought they'd be this, this nuts this publicly. GQ magazine. Headline, Laura Bassett, why violent protests work? We're all in for riots now. Wow. They even interviewed this professor about it. This was an actual article, folks. An actual article in Gentleman's Quarterly. If that was in a conservative outlet, you'd be in jail for treason. The left now is all in for knife fights, apparently. Knife fights. We're defending knife fights now? Yes. I, I, I showed you this tweet yesterday, but I'll show you again today. Here is a liberal activist. This was on her Twitter account, folks. This is not hidden. It's not on a private blog. It's not in a Dear Diary Jim Acosta segment. This is on a social media account on Twitter for the world to see. Quote, teenagers have been having fights, including fights involving knives for eons. We don't need police to address these situations by showing up to the scene and using a weapon against one of the teenagers. Y'all need help. I mean that sincerely. Oh, we get that you mean it. And they don't support stabbings. What else could that possibly be? Stay away from the knife fights. Let the knife fights happen. We're supporting knife fights now and riots publicly. GQ put that out. That's not a blog, a private internal diary here's valerie jarrett former disgraced advisor to disgraced president barack obama this is on twitter people can actually see this it's called social media not private media valerie jarrett quote a black teenage girl named makia bryant was killed because a police officer immediately decided to shoot her multiple times in order to break up a knife fight 
Demand accountability. Fight for justice. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Oh my gosh, this is real. This is, this is, this is real. This is really happening right now. We're, we're, I bet you thought that was a joke with our little zinger. Riots, stabbing, segregation, spying, socialism, cancer, book burning. You thought that was a joke, right? You didn't think I would produce the receipts? Riots and stabbings. Come on, segregation, Dan. The left doesn't support segregation. You're making that up. The left is a party of tolerance, diversity, integration, a colorblind society. (laughs) You believe that? You actually believe that? You really believe that? (laughs) I'm sorry you're so stupid. Here we go. Yahoo News. Columbia University's ultra-woke idea. Segregated graduation ceremonies. Tristan Yang, March of 2021. Gee, did you make that headline up? No, he says, he's very polite. No, sir. No, sir, I did not. You sent that over to me. Here's the Washington Examiner. And then an actual story, Andrew Mark Miller. Boston Hospital set to offer preferential care based on race. Not a joke. This isn't Duffel Blog or The Onion or The Babylon Bee. These are real stories. Boston Hospital, you walk in there and you're white, you're in trouble. Gosh, those dastardly conservatives. No, no, that's not the conservatives you claim are racist doing racist things like segregating a hospital. That's you liberals doing that. That's that's you guys. Here's a story my buddy Jason Rance sent to me this morning at KTTH. Seen Jason on Fox. The Washington Department of Health lets providers deny vaccines to white people for equity. Oh. Oh. We are living right now in a bifurcated society. We have the same people And then we have the morons. And although every group of people, conservatives, libertarians, Republicans, Democrats, liberals, communists, progressives, although everyone has a couple morons in there, if you had to bet, you couldn't swing a dead cat in a box of liberals without hitting a ton of morons. Because they are really, really stupid. Riot, stabbing, segregation, spying, socialism, cancer, book burning. You thought I was making that up, right? All right, Dan, they, some of them support riots. Major point. Stabbings and knife fights, saw that too. Some of them support segregation. Gosh, I wonder where they got that idea from. They got it from Democrats, who Southern Democrats who supported Jim Crow. Of course, they got it from Democrats. Democrats have always loved segregation. You, you doubt that? What, you don't know history? Open a book, you dunce! Was liberals. It was Southern Democrats. They were the ones who were supporting Jim Crow. Segregation's always been their bailiwick. Always. They don't support government spying. I saw your handy chart there. Really? Story's a little older, but still from the last uh, uh, decade, 10 years. Los Angeles Times, Republicans oppose, but Democrats support NSA surveillance, Paul says. I only bring that up because they love the spying on the Donald Trump campaign. 
So much so they invented euphemisms for it. It wasn't spying. It was unauthorized surveillance. Whatever. Socialism. Democrats don't support socialism, Dan. Come on. You're really being dramatic. Ha! Here we go. NBC News by Nathan Robinson, author of Why You Should Be a Socialist. <laughs> Not a joke. <laughs> Not a joke. Headline, NBC News. Millennials support socialism because they want to make America great. But for everyone, does that include the death, torture, and political prisons that have accompanied every single socialist regime throughout history? I'm just asking. I'm just asking, does that, does that come with it? Does that come with it? The socialism part? Oh, all right. Oh, I got to admit, Dan, you did produce receipts there. Riot, stabbing, segregation, spying, socialism. Huh. Huh. A little uncomfortable for you libs right now, especially you college libs squirming in your chairs like, uh, I didn't know I supported political prisons, political torture, the lack of civil liberties, government spying, segregation, knife fights, violence, stabbings, and riots. I didn't know that. Well, you know it now. You know it now because I, I helped you know it. Support cancer. Yeah, yeah. Here were the comments from yesterday. I showed this yesterday. The Washington Post uh, comment section, they did a piece on me. It says, uh, it's never good when you find yourself cheering on cancer. But here I am doing just that. That's MDB 1964 at the Washington Post. Now, because I don't like repeating shows, I said to Guy this morning, hey, Guy, can you put this together for me? What about, you know, I, I got to add this riot, stabbing, segregation. You get the whole thing. And I mentioned the whole cancer thing, kind of as an aside, because it's me. But he said to me, he goes, hey, remember, you know, Rush, God rest his soul, when he died, there were a bunch of liberals celebrating the cancer? He, I, I said to him, no joke. I said, listen, if it's going to take a while to find it, don't, because I didn't have anything about rushing the cancer. He goes, no, no, it'll take me two seconds. And sure enough, what was it? He sent me an email. No less than two minutes later, he sent me this uh, gem off Twitter by a Mike Drucker. It's easy to make fun of Rush Limbaugh right now, but it's important to remember that he also brought a lot of people a lot of joy by dying. It's Mike Drucker. Took ye, well, what did it take you, 60 seconds to find Nike? Maybe less? Yeah, because you figure two minutes he sent me the email, so it probably took him a second to screenshot it. So yes, in under two minutes, he found more liberals supporting cancer. You, you think this is a, listen, folks, again, I use sarcasm sometimes because the world is such an, up place. I was going to say something different. These are real stories. It's not a joke. You know, let me get to book. Burn. I'll get to our last one, book burning, because this will take a second. Let me get to my second sponsor. But again, we'll wrap it up with our last one. I never thought I'd see the day. They're all in for book burning now. How do you wake up in the morning now as a liberal showing you what I just showed you, saying to yourself, Yes, I'm on the right side of the moral arc of history. How do you, how do you do that? All right, today's show brought to you by Podium. If you've been around long enough, you remember the following technology innovations. In the 90s, your business needed an email address. By the 2000s, you needed a website. By 2010, you got ahead by having a social media presence. I'm telling you in 2021, your business needs, needs to be texting. Podium is the messaging platform to power your business. It helps you reach your customers wherever they are. Business messaging with Podium helps you gain reviews, collect payments, communicate with customers, and capture leads, all from a single inbox. Podium helps you adopt to the changing customer expectations. 
When I find out a business can text, I'm going to use that business because it's more convenient for me. It's that simple. RPM Alamo increased business by 20%. Quote, we've generated more revenue, decreased vacancy rates, and pulled in more leads when he could have in multiple years. It's priceless, said Tony, owner of RPM Alamo. South Tampa Family and Cosmetic Dentistry collected nearly 1,200 reviews, averaging 4.9 stars. Quote, the number of walk-ins as a result of our reviews skyrocketed. Before, we were seeing maybe 50 to 100 new patients a day. Now we're seeing closer to 200, said Dr. Wyatt of South Tampa Family and Cosmetic Dentistry. Today, find out how Podium can help your business reach more customers. It's important. Get started free today at podium.com slash Bongino. That's podium, B-P-O-D-I-U-M, P-O-D-I-U-M.com slash Bongino, podium.com slash Bongino. Go today. Okay. So, you know, again, we just produced the, the evidence here. Riot, stabbing, segregation, spying, socialism, cancer, book burning. Here's the book burning stuff. Again, in case you think we're just pulling all this stuff out of our caboose and making it up because we were bored on a Thursday. Wall Street Journal, Amazon won't sell books framing LGBTQ plus identities as a mental illness. Company states policy in response to inquiry by several Republican senators over recent removal of book by a conservative author. We're not even book burning. It's worse. You're not even allowing books to be printed now in some cases. Look at this New York Times article. Dr. Seuss books are pulled and a cancel culture controversy erupts. Riots, stabbings, segregation, spying, socialism, cancer, and book burn. All right, the cancer one maybe is a stretch, but because it involved a comment about me personally, I decided to throw that in there. Now, why have we gotten to this point? It's a fair question, right? How have we gotten to a point where the left is now all in on these just disgusting stains on our history we thought we'd never repeat that are being repeated now we saw the effects of the watts riots and elsewhere we know they can destroy cities like detroit and la and take decades to recover we know riots are bad right we know violence is a bad thing right we know that right we're conservatives we understand that political violence riots we all get that how come the left doesn't we as conservatives get that knife fights and stabbings are no good, right? Does this require repeating? We as conservatives understand that segregation is an inherently awful thing. We, we, we get that. How is it that liberals don't get this? Well, because you have people in the media who cannot stop gaslighting people and engaging in propaganda. I'm just as a brief cut from an NBC clip on the shooting incident in Ohio, the woman with the uh, with the knife who was shot by the police officer. Notice in this clip, I had to cut a portion of it. NBC plays the 911 call, but they suspiciously leave out a part of the 911 call. Play close attention. It's coming up. Pay close attention. Where the caller says they're trying to stab us. Listen for that in this clip. You're not going to hear it because it's not there. And then you'll notice at the end, instead of showing the picture with the knife in the hand, they seem to hint that, oh, a knife was found on the ground later as if a woman showed up, got into a fist fight, and it was accidentally a knife on the ground. Huh, what? Check this out. We need a police officer here now. Video shows Reardon approaching a group of young people in this driveway. What the video shows is... The female with the knife 
attempting to stab the first female. Reardon fires his weapon four times, striking Bryant. Officers are seen and heard performing CPR. Body camera footage shows a knife on the ground. Body camera footage showed what looked like an attempted stabbing. Are you people this stupid? You're a journalist. You have one job. One job. It's your only job. Get the facts right. You don't have another job. That is your job. Do you hear the 911 calls? Do you notice the part they're trying to stab us was left out? Body camera footage noticed a knife on the ground as if it just appeared there like it emerged from an alternate universe. Like, oh my gosh, look at this. The concrete divided like the parting of the Red Seas and a steak knife magically appeared right next to the attacker. How did that happen? Because it was in the hand. Did you miss that? And you wonder why liberals believe that black young men are more likely to be killed by police than a traffic accident. An absurdity. And yet they believe that. Because who helps them along? Imbeciles in the mainstream media that do things like this. Editing a 911 call and saying about the police body cam. And we noticed a knife on the floor as if it just randomly appeared after the police shooting. (sighs) All right, here's what I have coming up. This is important. This is going to be an interesting segment. I think you all need to hear. Because liberals don't know anything and are dunces, they believe Donald Trump spied, uh, you know, uh, excuse me, that they should spy on Donald Trump because he colluded with the Russians. They believe believe more black men are killed in police shootings uh, than traffic accidents. They believe all kinds of things that aren't true. They believe the coronavirus has a fatality rate of like uh, 1,000, 2,000 percent. Everyone, more people die than had the corona. Because you're a liberal and you don't know anything. Um. Some of you come to my show, usually just to poke fun at me, which is okay, but I'm going to try to educate you here. This is going to be an interesting segment. The media buffoons are asking questions now about this Ohio incident. Why don't you just shoot them in the leg? Well, in the interests of objectivity and fairness, I thought maybe we'll actually discuss because liberals aren't that bright and will help them, why police officers don't shoot people in the legs and arms. I get it, the conservatives, but there is an actual physiological, scientific reason we don't do that. I'll explain. This is an interesting piece. It'll be in the show. So let me get to my uh, third sponsor because I want to get through this and it's going to be a imp- very important piece. It's important that we instruct people on use of force so we know stuff. We know stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, people are getting back to work. Businesses, thankfully, are starting to hire again. Financial forecast for the future is looking a little better. If your business is growing now, ZipRecruiter is the only way to go. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. ZipRecruiter doesn't wait for great candidates to find you. ZipRecruiter finds these job candidates for you. When you post a job on ZipRecruiter, it gets sent out to over 100 top job sites with one click to increase your chances of reaching that top talent. Then ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right skills and experience for your job, and it actively invites them to apply. Get qualified candidates fast. No wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate 
within the first day. Start finding great candidates today when you try ZipRecruiter for free. Just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino, B-O-N-G-I-N-O. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. You need it right now. Big rush for workers right now. ZipRecruiter.com slash Bongino. Okay. So, you know, again, on this show, we don't spin your wheels. You may say to yourself, Dan, I haven't heard media people asking that question. Why don't you shoot people in the leg in a use of force incident? Um, okay, here's video from a, this is a CNN video of a press conference that happened. This is the police chief for that area of Ohio where the woman was shot in what appeared to be, again, an effort to stab someone else. Here's the police chief, police chief being asked exactly that one of the dumbest questions I've ever heard in the history of humankind by the media, and that's saying a lot, why don't you just try to shoot them in the legs? Here it is right here. By the way, listen to the answer, because the police chief clearly knows what he's talking about, unlike the media buffoons who don't. Check this out. Can an officer shoot the leg? Can they shoot somewhere that would not result in a fatal wound, right? So a lot of people have said, couldn't he have just shot her in the leg so she dropped? When you have shot her in the arm, something like that. Right. You know, one of the uh, the difficult things with that is um, when you're trying, we, we don't train to shoot the leg because that's a small target. We train to shoot center mass. What is available to stop that threat? There was a threat going on, a deadly force threat that was going on. So the officer is trained to shoot center mass, the, the largest part, part of a body that is available to them. When you try to start shooting legs or arms, uh, rounds miss, and then they continue on, and there are people behind that that could be in danger that are not committing anything. Uh, so we try and minimize any danger to anyone else if we have to use our firearm. Why don't you just shoot them in the leg? Why don't you just shoot the knife out of her hand? Folks, this isn't Invasion USA with Chuck Norris. It's not the Matrix. Trinity and Neo are not going to come to save you, okay? This is not Return of the Jedi where Luke gets his force powers and like the snowman, the abominable snowman beast is coming to attack him. And he's like, ah, ah, and there you go, the lightsaber, and he cuts his feet out. This is the actual real world. Can I be candid with you for a moment? Well, you don't have a choice because, well, you do. You can tune out of the show. But some of you listening, I hope you'd stay tuned for this. I was working out this morning, putting together the show in my head, and I thought, do I even address this stupidity? Why don't we shoot them in the leg? Because there's a significant portion of my audience, like 90%, who are super smart. 10% are liberals who listen in and are, are morons, but they're here anyway. Um, it's just true. But the 90% are smart. I thought, why waste their time with this stupidity? But I thought to myself, Maybe it is my responsibility to talk to the 10% liberals listening to the show who really believe in, why don't you shoot the knife out of her head? So I did my homework this morning, unlike liberal journalists, and I found a pretty good article from the Force Science Institute, one I think I, I may have used before. It says, why shooting to wound doesn't make sense scientifically, legally, or tactically? This article, by the way, will be in my newsletter today. Please read it. Bongino.com slash newsletter. I can, I'm, in the interest of time, I can only cover what I feel are the, the three biggest takeaways. 
but it's a genius piece on why we don't, as police officers, shoot people in the leg or arms. It involves basically three things. Reaction time, mass, and mobility. It's not even physiologically possible, I'll get to that in a second, to do what you think you're doing by trying to shoot in the arms, legs, and hands. Second, you want to try to hit what you're shooting at or you wouldn't be shooting at the person because they're doing something you need to stop. So you aim for the biggest mass, not the smallest. Third, the mobility of what you're trying to hit. It's harder to move your torso than it is to move your hand. Torso, hand. Torso, hand. You doubt me? Don't worry. We always bring evidence in this show because we're not. Don't ever insult me by calling me a journalist. We actually do facts. From the Force Institute piece, quote, hands and arms can be the fastest moving body parts. For example, an average suspect can move his hand and forearm across his body to a 90 degree angle in 12 one hundredths of a second. He can move his hand from his hip, where you'd keep a gun, to shoulder height in 18 one hundredths of a second. Gee's doing it right now. This is fine. You didn't think I caught Gee's practicing this right now. I'm not kidding. The average officer pulling the trigger as fast as he can on a Glock, one of the fastest cycling semi-autos, requires a quarter of a second to discharge each round. There's simply no way an officer can react, track, shoot, and reliably hit a threatening suspect's forearm or a weapon in a suspect's hand in the time spans involved. Listen, folks, I am deeply sorry for the smart people who listen to my show. I am, you should never say this on your show, but I have my sincere apologies. They tell you, don't apologize for your content. You wouldn't do it. No, I have to. I have to. Because if, if we can even change the minds of one out of a hundred really ignorant liberals who actually believe this stupidity, maybe it'll do us some good if they go on to be a public leader one day. It's not even physiologically possible. A subject can move his hand at a rate far more rapid than an officer can respond to that hand, engage, and then shoot the hand that is moving. The conservatives listening to this are like, I can't believe you have to explain this. I'm sorry, sir or madam. Thank you for listening to my show. I sincerely, you are everything to me. I am sorry to waste your time. But there are probably liberals who are hearing this for the first time. Who are like, oh, it's not even physiologically possible to do that. Then maybe I should stop arguing for stupid stuff. Out of 100 liberals, maybe one will wake up. So number one, it's not even possible to do. You'd think I would leave it there. No, there's actually more in this article about why this is a really stupid idea. For Science Institute, quote, the upper arms, where your biceps and triceps are, in other words, move. I'm sorry, folks, there are liberals listening. We have to be slow here. The upper arms move more slowly than the lower arms and hands. But shooting at the upper arms there's a greater chance you're going to hit the subject's, a suspect's brachial artery or center mass areas with a high probability of fatality. So where does shooting only to wound come in when even areas considered by some to be safe from fatality risk could in fact carry the same level of risk as targeting center mass? <sighs> Folks, the lower arm moves fast. Hands, fingers, 
The upper arm moves a little slower. Why? It's closer to the joint attached to your torso, which has less mobility. Well, why not just shoot the upper arm when he's got the gun? Or she has the knife in this case. Because ladies and gentlemen, as the author points out, there's a penetration factor to these firearms and these rounds. If you're shooting the upper arm, number one, you have major arteries. You will probably bleed out and die anyway. And number two, it'll probably penetrate if it's anywhere close to the body into the torso anyway. So you have a lesser likelihood of stopping it because you can't hit the upper arm because it's smaller or it's very difficult to do it, smaller than the torso. And secondly, you'll probably hit the torso anyway. So what's the point? There is no point, but you're a liberal. So not having a point is the point of your whole life. I've got it, though. There are liberals listening who think they have the answer. They'll say, Dan, you're being deceptive. You're being the question was, why don't we shoot them in the legs? Well, for the exact same reasons you discussed before. Legs are smaller. They're mobile. They move. They're harder to hit. And they're densely vascular, too. Here from the Four Science Institute piece. Legs tend initially to move slower than arms and to maintain more static positions. However, areas of the lower trunk and upper thigh are rich with vascularity. Liberals, that means blood vessels. A suspect who's hit there in the leg can bleed out in seconds if one of the major arteries is severed. So again, shooting just to wound may not result in just wounding. On the other hand, if an officer manages to take a suspect's legs out non-fatally, that still leaves the offender's hands free to shoot back. His ability to threaten lives hasn't necessarily been stopped. So why don't we shoot? I think the arms case we've thoroughly debunked, again, for one out of 100 liberals. 99 still believe Invasion USA in the Matrix, okay? I get that. Science and data is not their thing. But maybe one out of 100 is going to say, okay, the arms thing doesn't make sense. But the legs thing, they're mobile. They're harder to hit. You're not going to stop anything, and you could die anyway. So what's the point? Why would you shoot if you deemed deadly force was necessary at a target you likely can't hit that could kill the subject anyway and that's not going to actually stop the subject from killing someone else? Why would you do that? Because you're a liberal and you don't know anything ever about anything. You just talk. You telling me that this media guy who asked this question at the press conference couldn't go to a search engine? And put in, why don't police officers shoot people in the leg? You'd find that article right at the top. Go to my newsletter. Media people, you can read it yourself. All right. Here, I got to tell Guy where we're going to go with the show because I talked a little longer than I anticipated about that opening story. Let me get to my last sponsor. On the other side, is I got to hit this LeBron. I know you've heard the LeBron story a thousand times, but I just want to show a piece of video. Is this video of LeBron calling out Joe Biden on his ridiculous comments about police brutality? I don't know. You're going to have to listen and find that out. And I got to get to this. I teased it yesterday. This Daily Caller show about the squad. I mean, oh, I get it. They're all hypocrites. AOC, Ayanna Presley, you know, uh, well, Ilhan Omar, Corey Bush. We know they're, they're, they're hypocrites. But this piece is a gem. I'm, we're going to finish with that. All right? Because we may not get to this Twitter stuff. Don't worry, Guy. I'll walk you through it. 
All right, folks, last uh, sponsor, but our good friends, our original sponsor, our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition. Life's about habits. This year, we've been more focused than ever on our health. It's been a rough year, right? I'll tell you my go-to, Field of Greens, right? What is every personal trainer, doctor, medical professional, nurse, nutritionist, what do they tell you? Your mom, your dad, eat your fruits and vegetables. Why? Because they're good for you. The fiber, the micronutrients, the macronutrients, all of those healthy, fresh compounds. God gave us fruits and vegetables for a reason. Look at Field of Greens. Check this out. Look on the back of it. This is my actual, it's an empty jar because I drink this stuff like crazy. I take two scoops a day. Look at the back. It says nutrition facts. It doesn't say supplement facts. Why? Because this is real food. It's not a supplement. This is ground up, healthy, fresh fruits and vegetables loaded with antioxidants. Field of Greens is packed with 18 clinically researched essential fruits and vegetables, plus green tea, ginger, turmeric, and bees. This is an unbelievably powerful combination that not only supports heart health, can support a healthy immune system, metabolism, blood pressure, and digestion. Complete with pre and probiotics, Field of Greens not only good for you, it tastes delicious, it's good for the whole family. I love it. Just put one scoop in a glass of water. I Sometimes I throw it in some OJ. Sometimes I throw it in some tomato juice. Put it whatever beverage you like, your protein shakes. Put one scoop in a glass of water, stir, and you're done. I take it twice a day. My wife goes through gallons of yeah i gotta get you some of this all right remind me i'm sorry i haven't i've given him a whole bunch of stuff joe's got watches we got a whole bunch of stuff here i gotta give you some of this but how do you get it you go to brickhousenutrition.com slash dan and get 15 percent off your first order with promo code dan at checkout available in multiple flavors go to brickhousenutrition.com slash dan brickhousenutrition.com slash dan use promo code dan you're gonna love this stuff all right so lebron james yes let me just play this video, and I want you to keep in your head. This is actual video. It's not doctored. This is a video of LeBron James. Is this LeBron calling out Joe Biden, saying, hey, we need to think about what we say before we condemn the police? Is that what this is right now? Check this out. I believe he wasn't educated on, on, on the situation at hand. So many people uh, could have been harmed, um, not only financially, but physically, emotionally, spiritually. Um, so just be careful what we what we tweet and we say. We do have freedom of speech, but there can be um, a lot of negative that comes with that too. Man, LeBron taking a stand against Joe Biden and Kamala Harris with their ignorant tweets about police work in the United States. Nice, nice job, LeBron. Was, of course, that's not LeBron talking about Joe Biden. That was LeBron James calling out one of the management executives for the Houston Rockets basketball team, a guy by the name of Daryl Morey. Daryl Morey, who had supported the Freedom Fighters in Hong Kong. No, that, that's what that was about. I'm not kidding. You like how I did that? You see what I did there? Self-praise stinks, I know. But I'm kind of proud of that one. That should have been LeBron suggesting about the Ohio police shooting incident. That everybody kind of get the facts first, see what happened, and don't speak out of ignorance. But no, no, that was LeBron a couple of years ago calling out an NBA executive who dared to support freedom and liberty against the Chinese Communist Party. God forbid LeBron James calls out the Chinese Communists. I mean, I told you in the beginning of the show, right? Liberals are all in for socialism now. You saw that, right? I, sh I showed you the poll. Of course, that wasn't LeBron doing anything but supporting communists. That's what LeBron does. Don't dare criticize China. LeBron's like a hero over there. But here's LeBron yesterday, and we have blurred out the face for obvious reasons, like most responsible conservative outlets are. Here was LeBron. He's since deleted this tweet. He's at King James, which is, um, you know, king of not, king of, can't say that word on the radio. 
but you get it. LeBron James tweets out with a photo of the police officer involved in the Ohio shooting we've been discussing throughout the show. Quote, you're next. Hashtag accountability. Next for what, you cowardly chump? Next, next for what exactly? Is LeBron James being banned from Twitter for inciting violence? Of course not. If you, God forbid, were to put a tweet like that up about Kamala Harris or something like that, you would be banned tomorrow morning from Twitter. Even if it meant like you're next in line at the Wawa or something like that, it wouldn't matter. You'd be banned anyway for mistakenly inciting violence. LeBron banned from Twitter? Nah. LeBron's like, ah, I deleted the tweet. I'm just that angry. But if you no, no, you're just an idiot. You're a coward and a chump, a coward. You hear me? Coward. I would tell you that right to your face. You're a coward. You're a chump. Putting this cop's life in danger who saved the life of a young black woman from potentially being stabbed to death. And you put his picture out in front of 50 million people? You're a coward. Piece of garbage. Give the NBA another dime of your money with this idiot there. Not a dime. Professional sports hate you. I'm sorry to tell you this, folks. They hate your guts. The MLB, the NBA, and all of them. They think you're morons. You're going to give them your money? Doxing and outing and sharing photos of a police officer who saved the young woman's life? Saying, you're next? Oh, I deleted the tweet. Sorry, not good enough. Nothing will happen, of course, because Twitter's full of phony frauds and fakes. Here's the Twitter totalitarians at it again. You think they'd ban LeBron James, right, for inciting violence? Of course not. They'll celebrate him. They'll give him a feature on the homepage. Here's a fast, by the way, hat tip. I think this was from Logan Hall, who does great work on social media. Hat tip for him for pointing out this contradiction. Here are the morons in the Twitter communist business insider. Twitter says it banned the New York Post article about Hunter Biden for violating its policies against doxing and sharing hacked materials. So Twitter, who will not ban LeBron James, clearly has a policy against doxing and sharing hacked materials, right? You saw that, right? Remember the Hunter Biden story? Uh, here's a Daily Caller. Twitter defends not censoring hack content about donors who gave to Kenosha shooters legal defense. <laughs> so if you hack, by the way, the Hunter Biden laptop wasn't even hacked. It was literally Hunter Biden's laptop that he gave to a Mac store and wasn't hacked. But if you even say it's hacked and it's a bad story about a Democrat, Twitter bans it. But when it's an actual hack, like the GoFundMe type site, was it Give, Send, Go? that people donated to the, the Kyle Rittenhouse, an actual hack of that information, that story, the hack is A-OK. -okay. Big tech, you think big tech's on your side? <laughs> they hate you as much, if not more, than the MLB and the NBA. Here's Newsweek. YouTube celebrating itself, apparently, now. YouTube CEO Susan Wojcicki gets a freedom of expression. <laughs> Freedom of Expression Award, sponsored by YouTube. Christina Zhao, Newsweek. Ah, <laughs> oh, we are living in crazy time. Hey, we're going to skip this one. We're not going to do this uh, critical race story. We're going to go right to the Daily Caller stuff. I'm sorry, I'm, we have to talk it through through the show because I, I'm, I'm, I have horse blinders on right now, and I need to talk about this.
YouTube's giving out freedom of expressions award. They just don't want anyone else to be free to express anything. But YouTube, YouTube can express whatever they want. Just don't go on their platform and express an idea they don't agree with because then you're not free to express anything. So I told you yesterday, you know, we're living in a society of hypocrites, frauds, phonies, liberals who are now all on the side of knife fights and socialism, I guess political prisoners are their thing too. And that liberal movement is being guided by a group of people, very low IQ folks who don't know anything about anything, who have Americans believing they're all going to die from the coronavirus. They're going to be murdered at the hands of a police officer if they walk out of their house. Liberals just don't know anything about anything ever. And they don't know anything because the people leading them are hypocritical, phony frauds who don't know anything themselves and don't even live by the credos they push on you. Here's a gem of a piece. This was in yesterday's newsletter. Daily Caller by the great Henry Rogers. You know the squad? AOC, they got some new members now. Corey Bush, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, the squad. They're pushing to defund the police while spending thousands on private security to protect themselves. That can't be true. No way. They're principled. They said, you know, private security, policing, any kind of law enforcement. We don't need any of that. We can do it with what they say, social workers, psychologists. That's not how they live. They have their own private security. You doubt me? Let's go through this little list. By the way, I had to cut this list off early because it was so long. Here's fraud Cori Bush, a freshman Democrat congresswoman who was pushed to defund the police. She spent over 30K, that's 30,000 for the liberals listening, on her own security, according to her April quarterly 2021 financial report. Here's just a few gems. Cori Bush, no police for you, private security for me. No police for you, private security for me. She spent... $1,060 on security from Whole Armor Executive Protection in Bowie, Maryland. $5,000 on security from Nate Davis in her home state. $530 on security from the same Nate Davis in Palo Alto, California. Bush spent $7,700 on security from RS&T Security Consulting in New York City. February 2021, she spent $5,000 on security from Sandler, Reif, Lamb, Rosenstein, and Burke in Washington, D.C. Just quoting the article for you, folks. These are these are these are your messiahs, the squad. So just to be clear, in your neighborhood, if you're a young black youth in a neighborhood where people's brains are on the potatoes because of a gang war, they don't want you to have police, but they're walking around spending tens of thousands of dollars on private security to keep people away from them while letting these same some of these same criminals attack you at will. And these are your pals. These are your ideological scions. This is your Mount Olympus uh, uh, of moral integrity. This is it. The article covers all of them. These are just a few. Here's Ayanna Presley, another fraud, another supporter of defunding the police. She spent $4,100 on security services. $1,200 in her home state, another $1,200 for security in Alexandria, $675 in ADT security, Boca Raton. $252 in her home state, $700 for security in D.C. Yeah, they're all legit, folks. Don't worry. These people are the squad, all on the level. Here's Corey Bush when um, Henry Rogers and the Daily Caller team, they approached her outside of the Capitol and 
said to Corey Bush, you know, listen, you support defunding the police, but you seem to be spending a lot of money on your personal security. That seems like a disconnect. Doesn't match up, right? Of course, Corey Bush doesn't answer the question because frauds never want to ask a question when they get caught being frauds because they're frauds. And frauds don't like acknowledging that they're frauds. Check this out. Congresswoman, if you support defunding the police, why are you paying for your own security? I'm sorry, ma'am. Do you have any comment on why you want to defund the police, but you're paying for your own security? You want to take resources away, but you're providing them for yourself? (laughs) There you go. Run away. Run away. That's what they do best. Here's another rock star. Same one we talked about before. Ayanna Presley, the squad. It's all in it for the little guy. She's a big cancel rent champion. Remember her? Here's a story in the Washington Free Beacon, Colin Anderson. She wants to cancel rent. If you're a landlord, God forbid you're a landlord. You're not allowed to make money, according to squad member Ayanna Presley. Listen to this headline. Cancel rent champion Ayanna Presley raked in thousands as a landlord. Record show. never stops. This is why I love being a conservative. I never have to wake up in the morning a moron. Ever. Ever. I believe in low taxes because I think everybody should pay low taxes. And I do everything I can to pay the lowest amount possible. I believe in school choice. I send my kids to a charter school or a private school because I believe they're better. And they're better for you too. I believe in choosing my own doctor in healthcare because I think I make better decisions than the government. And I think you should have that too. Not these losers. Defund the police. You're paying for private security. I didn't mean defund the police for me. I meant for you dipwads. Ayanna Presley, you landlords are a bunch of tools. Cancel rent for everyone. No more landlords. Miss Presley, you're a landlord. I didn't mean me. I meant these zeros. Come on, I'm a liberal. Expect me to live a principled life. Here it is, Washington Free Beacon. Guy was kind enough to actually highlight the top. Ayanna Presley and her husband made as much as 15000 in rental income in 2019. What a deal. After purchasing a $658,000 Boston home, that's a nice crib, according to property records and financial disclosures reviewed by the Free Beacon. The income appears to come over the course of four months. The unit was listed for $2,500 a month in June of 2019, and the posting was removed in August. Um, Folks in Ayanna Presley's district will all be respectful about it because that's what we do. We don't believe in violence and torture and knife fights like liberals. Um, I'd ask that you call Ms. Presley's office and demand she return that money to the renters. Fair, right? Fair? She wants to cancel rent. She took rent. She's a landlord. Return, return the rent. Cancel it. You say you can do that. You can lead by example. I want to see no more rent. If you still own that rental unit, Miss Presley, no more rent. It's free. It's free because that's what you said. Cancel rent. That's what that's what you said, right? And I want to see that fifteen thousand dollar check. I'd like to see the canceled check back to your tenants. You should probably call and ask her about that. Here's another epic fraud, uh, Washington Examiner story. Maxine Waters, you know Maxine Waters. She's all in it for the little guy, championing the cause, demanding confrontation, basically violence in the street. If she didn't get the verdict she wanted out of the Chauvin verdict, right? Liberal, you know, she's in it for the little guy. Tolerance, in it for the man. She's fighting, fighting for the little guy, the working class. Washington Examiner, headline, Tory Richards. 
Parts of Maxine Waters' district still live with scars from previous riots, as she lives in a $6 million mansion. Oh, that is just priceless. So just to be clear again, I love it when people buy mansions. Buy as many mansions as you want. That is great. I am a free market capitalist. But that's not what Maxine Waters is. Maxine Waters is a dyed-in-the-wool liberal. From each according to their abilities to each according to their uh, their means, their needs. Does she really need a $6 million mansion? Maybe you should call her office and ask. Why do you need a $6 million mansion, Maxine? Why? I'm not sure, Congresswoman, that $6 million is necessary. Are you living in all those rooms? Are you renting out rooms? No, you can't rent out rooms in the place. You'd have to cancel rent. Are you taking in homeless people who live in portions of the neighborhood destroyed by riots in the past? You did nothing to stop? I'm just checking. Of course not. You're Maxine Waters. You're a liberal, which means you're a fraud. (sighs) Heavy show today, folks. Heavy show. Small favor to ask. We are at 1.49 subscribers, followers, whatever you want to call them, on our Rumble account. Rumble is, of course, a YouTube alternative I have invested in that is exploding. We covered it at the end of yesterday's show because people are tired of the freedom of expression, air quotes, YouTube losers. If you could go follow, subscribe to the account today, it's all free. I would appreciate it. How do you do it? I really, I just want to see the 1.5. It's just an aesthetic. I'm sorry. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Rumble.com slash Bongino. I would, on a serious note, I would really appreciate it. We're trying to get as many subscribers as possible to get away from the totalitarian communists at YouTube. Rumble.com slash Bongino. Thanks, folks. I really appreciate you tuning in. I'll see you all tomorrow. You just heard Dan Bongino.